We are in Simen Tafmem Ches in Hilchas Pesach. Um, we are about to complete Siv Gimel. Uh, we've been learning the halachas where if you sell your chametz before Pesach to a non-Jew, um, then after Pesach, if he sells it back to you, there is no problem of your having been over on Bal Yira and Bal Yimatze, and therefore after Pesach, you're, you're allowed to use your chametz. So the Mechaber here adds something. Avul Matonah to give it to a non-Jew before Pesach as a gift, with the condition that he returns it after Pesach, that doesn't work. Um, the question is exactly why doesn't it work, and Kala Kula we hold that Matonah Manas does work, why here is it different. So let's go through the various things that the Mishnah brings down. Um, first of all, there is no, um, there is, uh, there is no chashash uh, that let's say you sold your chametz, um, if you sell your chametz for a small amount of money, a symbolic amount of money, then there's still no chashash that after Pesach, um, you can say, well, the whole thing really wasn't a sale because I sold it for so much less than it was really worth, because you knew that you were giving him a bargain. The halacha is, that uh, the halacha is that even though there's a, there's a halacha that if you if if someone buys something of yours for a ridiculous price, we say that it was a mistake on your part and the whole mekach is bottle of the mafreya. We say it never took place. If you know exactly what you're doing and thought it through, say over here the case is that you say it's worth it for you to sell it for for a token amount of money just so that you shouldn't be over on the iser baliyra and baliyamatze. So afterwards, you cannot make the claim that you were cheated and that the sale did not take place. Um, now, the Mishnaburi here brings up another thing, and that is with regard to the Kinyanim that we were discussing yesterday. Um, um, we saw there that there was, a, there was a question of how to sell it to a non-Jew, um, because uh, according to Rashi, you need Kesef. According to Rabbeinu Tam, Kesef doesn't work. You need Meshicha, you need Hagba or Meshicha if it's too heavy. There were questions with regard to Kenyan Chatzar, Kenyan Agav, um, Kenyan Chalipin, um, those three Kenyan which one may want to use alongside Kesef, if you don't hold like Rashi, um, because you're not handing over your chametz physically because there's too much. So the Mishnabura adds a few Kenyan in here. Number one, Tkiyas Kafa Handshake. Another one, where um, where uh, there's a, a transfer of one pruta from your side, which seems to be a, a customary form of uh, a customary form of saying this is it. Uh, the other one is simply giving the key. Um, there are all kinds of uh, uh, there are other minhagim, for example, putting a seal on it, saying this now belongs to the non-Jew, um, or you're selling him the room and agav the karka, agav the room along along with it, you're machnet to him, and the karka you would sell with kesef or shtar. Um, now, uh, even and this is even if it's, if it's a, uh, even if it's a deposit. So we do all of these things. The Bir Alacha adds Chalipin, which we saw before, uh, as well as uh, s- uh, some say do whatever it is that that the legally in the local in, the, in the, the the laws of the country you're in, anything that works legally, um, try that also. The Masas Binyamin holds that that works, whereas the Magen Avram doesn't like the idea. So what we do is actually, if uh, one wants to go and see what a mechiras chametz look, looks like when they actually sell it to the non-Jew, they try every possible kinyan that anyone could think of and find anywhere. Um, also, it's very important that they speak out that any one of these kinyanim should be good enough to work. 
Meaning, if the non-Jew is under the impression that all these Kinyanim are doing it, and it turns out in Halacha that they don't all work, um, so then it wouldn't take effect. So you've got to make it clear to him that any one of these Kinyanim could, uh, should do it if it could. What happens if you're living in a rented apartment? So you can't sell the apartment to a non-Jew and then have him um, own the Chametz. What you could do is only rent it out to him. When you rent the apartment... Um, so uh, what you're doing is uh, is for the sake of uh, of, uh, of um, leaving his objects in it, and uh, you don't say that it's for the sake of putting chametz into it bedafka. There is a minig of uh, taking a deposit, taking a down payment. That is, you take the first the first amount of money from the non-Jew. And uh, what you do is you don't overcharge him because there the non-Jew will claim that it was uh, it was a mech of tolls. But you tell him, eventually I'm going to charge you what this chametz is really worth. And if you can, you can even give it an, give it an estimated price. Um, and then uh, what you tell him is, all right, I want a certain amount of money now. And then after Pesach, we'll complete payment. It is important that you mention, if you're selling the room and you're selling the chametz, how much money he's paying for the room and how much for the chametz. One should really even specify all the different kinds of chametz. What you could do is what we saw before, and that is you say that we will evaluate the accurate price at the end uh, after Pesach. Now, what happens in the case of Bidiyeved, where where uh, where uh, a a, uh, a Jew went ahead and uh, bought chametz from a non-Jew um, before Pesach or over Pesach? and realizes now that he's stuck with Chamed Shavol of HaPesach, but he didn't really make a king in. So, if if he gave money for it, according to Rashi, it's his, but according to Rabbi Natan, which is the Ikar Adin, it's not. So, after Pesach, you could be Makel and claim that uh, this was not your Chamed. However, if you actually lifted it or pulled it, since the Ikar Adin is like Rabbi Natan, we would say it's yours, um, and uh, and uh, therefore we would we would not be able to be makel. It is chamet shavol of a pesach. It's also bahana. The mishtabura even claims that bizman hazeh, because it is common for people to do business in kesef alone. So even if all you did was pay him for it, we really have to be choshish that it was yours over pesach. You were over on baliyorah chalila, and then after pesach, it's also bahana. Now we get back to the actual halacha that the Mechaber added here, and that is the, the halacha matan amanas lahachzer, that it doesn't work. The Mishtaburah says the same going for a mechir amanas lahachzer, if you stipulate I'm selling it to you, but you must return it to me. Now the question is, why doesn't this work? And kolatar akula matan amanas lahachzer works. One reason is, chumr the chametz, like all the other chumrs we keep in chametz midrabanan, this one too. Another one is that there's a shash that he won't return it, and if he doesn't return it, then retroactively it was never him, and you're over on Balyara. So you're putting yourself in a situation where it's a suffix that you may have been over on Balyara. What happens? Bidiyeved, you did a matanam on and he returns it after Pesach. So there's a machlokas achronim if you're over on Balyara. Certainly, lechatchila, you're not allowed to do it. Um, as far as uh, as far as uh, um, this isser of doing it amanas laachzir, Mr. Brewer brings a Reb Kiva Eger that really there is no no authentic shash that he won't return it and then you'll over you'll be over on Balyara retroactively because uh, you could always say I accept that it as if you return it Harini is kabalti in which case he wouldn't have to return it after Pesach. In either case, we don't take a chance. And, uh, and, uh, give it or sell it to a non-Jew with the stipulation that he could return it after Pesach. 
uh, that he has to return it after Pesach. What you do is you sell it stam, although it's understood that after Pesach he's probably not going to sell it to anybody else, only to you. But there should be nothing binding to that effect.